Welcome to episode 131 of the Ask Achieve show, where we answer all of your burning questions on all things health, fitness, and nutrition. We're your hosts, Lauren and Jason Pack, and we're on a mission to bring inclusivity and positive vibes to the fitness space. Today, we'll be discussing one of the biggest mistakes to avoid at the gym, coaches bashing other coaches, why we don't claim that exercises will make you leaner, and why choosing exercise routines that burn the most calories isn't necessarily going to get you the long-term results you're looking for. We hope you're excited. Let's get into the show. What's up, Achievers? A little bit of a brief hiatus. Oh, yeah. Uh, Did we? It was like a two-week hiatus, I think. Sorry. Um, <laughs> what, what happened? I have no idea. I think we, we... Oh, we didn't have our babysitter. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we get we have a babysitter once a week, and she... I think she just started school, yeah. so she wasn't able to make it that week, so hence no podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, it used to be possible to do podcasts while Kendrick was sleeping. Now it is not possible. We had to actually just move completely out of the house and into a studio in order to do it because he makes a lot of noise and hears us very easily while yes. he's sleeping. <laughs> um, so yeah. So life without... A lot of childcare is challenging, but we're making yep. it work. <laughs> making it work, yep. Uh, Lauren just had a recent milestone. She played uh, in her first official uh, eight-on-eight flag football game yeah. uh, for the first time in like almost oh, two years. Two years, yeah, it's crazy. Because I missed an entire season last year. I was really hoping, so I was pregnant with Kendrick, and literally one of the first things I did was figure out like my due date and how that related to playing football because <laughs> I was really hoping that I'd have a baby <laughs> before football season and then be able to return. Um, but he ended up being at first he was due like in the middle of the season and I was like yeah. all right maybe I'll be able to come back for playoffs and he ended up being two weeks late. I had he was like Basically, I needed a lot more recovery than like <laughs> the standard six weeks, and I did not get to play at all last year. So I missed an entire season, um, and then it was a whole winter and spring and summer before yeah. we started up again. Yeah, so this flag league, uh, it runs, uh, it starts in September, yeah. ends around Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, it's eight on eight, but it's like, it's basically everything short of tackling. Right. And it's a, uh, it's a, it's a, would you? It's a women's league, right? It's a full it's a contact women, women's league. And there's, yeah, a full line, bump and run coverage. Like, it's it's the whole gamut. And there's a lot of players from the uh, the Renegades, which yeah. is the uh, semi-professional team, uh, women's football tackle team uh, that plays <laughs> as well. So it's just, like, a lot of really good competition. And uh, I think it's one of the few outlets where Lauren can really kind of, like, let loose. Yeah. And you've been really craving that. So, uh, and you had a great game. Thank great, you. Great first game back. So, excited for that and yeah. oh the big win for me was that i had kendrick in the wrap while i was like coaching and helping out the team <laughs> and then i was able to put him in the stroller and he took a hour and 10 minute nap which is huge for his first field. his first stroller nap i think i don't i don't know and in, in forever in a long time and yeah. we were like everybody was like by the time they get to be like one they're not going to do that anymore but he yeah. he was a rock star he managed it yeah so, so that's good um, so that was that was my win there. There you go. <laughs> I scored two touchdowns. You got yeah. Kendrick to take a nap. It, it was a great win overall. Perfect. And my team won. Oh, yeah. Number one win. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Sweet. Uh, cool. So we have a few cool topics today to discuss. Yep. Um, I think I'll ask you a question first. Sure. How does that sound? All right. So my question for you is um, if you want to continue to make gains and pro and progress basically in the gym um what is one of the biggest mistakes that you are seeing for people yeah so one of the biggest mistakes um uh, this this is when we worked at a commercial gym uh we saw this quite a bit but we would see a lot of people basically 
over the course of the three years that we worked there, doing the same thing day in and day out, week in and week out. And they would be, let's say, on an elliptical, and nothing wrong with the elliptical, but they'd be on the elliptical, you know, three days a week, very consistent, which is great. Um, but they would do it at the same pace, the same duration of time, and they would basically just get their workouts in. Uh, on the flip side, it doesn't really matter about the intensity either. On the flip side, we might see people doing spin classes, high intensity, just killing themselves six or seven days a week and doing that as well. But what happens there is your body just adapts to those demands placed upon the body. And so if you're not doing anything differently and you're just doing the same thing over and over and over again, your body will just eventually end up plateauing no matter how good the results were before. And so the thing that we try to recommend people is if you're going to go with sort of this endurance approach of either elliptical or a spin bike or a treadmill or whatever it might be, you have to try to do your best over the course of time to either increase your speed, increase your pace, decrease your rest, uh, increase your distance over the long haul. So over the course of a year or two, if you're just kind of doing the same exact workout day in and day out, then you're not increasing the demand placed on your body, which means that eventually you're gonna plateau and kind of like that's the results are gonna run its course basically. Yeah. Would you uh, agree with that? Yeah, definitely. And I mean, that's something that we've, I've experienced personally as well. Um, yeah. And yeah, so many of our members kind of come to us and they're like, I got these great results. Like I, I did the same routine for a year and I got great results. I mean, I'm one person comes into mind specifically, I won't say his name, but yeah. <laughs> he came to us and he was like, I was doing this workout routine that was at home and it was just a, like a workout video. And basically it was just like do 10 pushups and 10 sit-ups. And then the next day do 11 pushups and 11 sit-ups and then 12 pushups and it like <laughs> kept going. And he was like, for a while, I was just getting stronger every single day. I was feeling better. I was getting leaner. He's like, but then by the time I got to a hundred pushups and a hundred sit-ups, like, things kind of just stalled yeah. and it was like yeah because even though you're maybe increasing like one rep a day you're doing the same two exercises your body's just gonna adapt to that stimulus and so he was kind of like I need I'm clearly now in need of something that's gonna change more frequently that's gonna be more well-rounded all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. so yeah. we see that we see that all the time yeah yeah, yeah. and it's, I think that the big thing is like the intensity isn't it, it plays a factor but it's not as big as a factor as people might think because you know, you go to like a boot camp class and you're just crushed at the end. It's like, oh, that was a great workout, but it doesn't take into context the grand scheme of things that that person is going through. So if yeah. that person goes through that great workout, but does it the same way, you know, day in and day out over the course of the long haul, um, it's not, it's nothing is changing about the, the intensity or the frequency or what they're doing within the actual workout class. Right. Yeah. 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 And so there, you, you've said this a lot before on this podcast, I think, but like with things that are a little bit more cardio based, like an elliptical or a spin or anything like that, like there is a certain threshold where you can increase and then you just kind of can't keep just doing more right right yeah. and so that's another thing that people run into when they're doing the same workout but they might just like especially if it's more of a cardio based workout they're yeah. just gonna run an extra minute or run an extra two minutes or an extra three minutes but then eventually like you only have so many hours in the day yeah. <laughs> to work out and you only have so much time in the day to work out so even if you are increasing the duration um that still kind of has a a limit to how much you can do and really just changing up the type of workout and the, yeah. the things that you're doing and not just doing the same thing, but more of it right. um, is also something that's important. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. yeah, cool. 
Uh, next question, we'll go into... Oh, so we talk a lot about... Um, I mean, not a lot, but we go over things like how to develop stronger quads, how to get glute gains or pec mm -hmm. gains, um, you know, a number of questions that we get uh, kind of like in muscle hypertrophy. Yeah. But we don't really tend to touch things like how to develop a six-pack or how to tone or how to look lean and ripped. We don't yeah. really touch upon that sort of aspect of working out. And do you want to kind of explain why we don't necessarily gravitate towards those concepts? Yeah, um, a few different reasons. Yeah. Um, one is that doing a specific exercise isn't necessarily going to make you leaner, isn't going to spot reduce um, any fat that you have in a specific area. Um, and I think that that's perpetuated so much in the fitness industry right now. Like there's, and especially in magazines still, which is kind of like mind blowing to me because I feel like we've been talking about this for <laughs> at least 10 years. But the fact that, you know, you see in magazines like tone your arms and with these five exercises. And when, when people are saying that stuff, what they're referring to is losing fat in that area. And an yeah. exercise isn't going to do that. Like right. it just doesn't. An exercise can't target a specific area to then lose fat. When you lose fat, it's systemic. It happens throughout your body. Certain body types lose fat in certain areas more so than others, um, yeah. depending on your genetics. And so a lot of this stuff just has so many different factors beyond what exercise you're doing for that area of your body. So when we're talking about like glute gains, for instance, like we're just talking about building that muscle. Yeah. Um, we're not really talking about what it's going to look like because it's going to look like you and I can do different, the same glute exercises. <laughs> They're going to look different because we're genetically built differently. Yeah. We have different amounts of body fat in that area. Like all of these different things are going to contribute to the way that our bodies look, but we're both going to get stronger glutes, which are going to contribute to being faster, being, having more stability, like all these different things that we think are really important. Yeah. And I think that we also just don't think it's that important <laughs> to look a certain way or to look like a certain person or to be trying to strive for a specific look because yeah. we like the idea that everybody looks very different <laughs> and that everybody <laughs> has their own unique body types and that that's kind of what makes the world beautiful to us and yeah. instead of everybody striving to look like the person on a magazine. Right, right. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, I think uh, we do take a lot of kind of like professional ownership i guess and not presenting things like just basically putting people into comparison traps yeah. and making yeah. them feel like they should look like you know x y and z yeah. but yeah but we're all about if you want to develop a certain muscle group like here's some tools to do that yeah. but uh we definitely don't want to put out advice out there that could potentially be harmful exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. great Cool. <laughs> Is there anything else I wanted to add to that? I don't know. You looked at me like maybe I had more to say. Oh, no. I was going to ask you. I was going to wait for you to ask the oh, question. Oh, it's my turn. Okay. I guess I can do that. Um, okay. Well, my next question, I think a lot of people um, have seen our recent Instagram post about how different coaches coach the deadlift. Um, but if you yeah. didn't see it, basically Jason put up a video of himself acting as different. It was kind of like a satirical, like funny Feels video like parody, yeah. um, about different, the ways that different coaches will coach the deadlift. So he had the powerlifting coach, he had the movement coach, the CrossFit coach, the weightlifting coach, all these different things. <laughs> um, and basically what we did with the post was say, you know, this is funny and it's kind of like stereotyping a little bit these different types of coaches, but we put a little check mark in the corner of each box just being like, you know, all of these coaches are doing things right. All of these coaches are doing yeah. things well, um, but they are all different and that kind of, again, is 
part of what makes the fitness industry interesting. Yeah. Um, and so do you want to talk about kind of what your, like the video is very funny and I think people laughed at the video, but then if they actually read the text, it was actually a really, really well thought out post. Do you want to yeah. talk about what you wrote? Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I think the first thing people will notice is that, you know, my my form for all of those modalities looks like pretty good because we use all of them. Right. Like we use powerlifting approach, we use an Olympic lifting approach, we do movement, we do gymnastics. Like we use all of it because we think there's so much to pull from in all different arenas of health and fitness. Right. Um, but what we see, and you know, we did this when we were less experienced coaches as mm -hmm. well because we had ego attached to, you know, what we had done, which was like a lot of kettlebells and barbells and stuff like that. And it's, I think people get caught up in the minutia of like, oh, I do things a certain way. And then when I see someone else do things a different way, like, you know, oh, they must be wrong because I've been doing this this way and I've been getting great results. Right. But and it you... attacks your sense of like self almost because yeah, yeah. you're so wrapped up. Your identity is so wrapped up in the modality that you do. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You're like, yeah. no, like kettlebells are so awesome. Like I, my clients have gotten incredible results. Yeah. Like that, like that can't work. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until, you know, obviously we got into the industry a bit more. It's like, oh, everyone is getting great results with their clients. Everyone is doing incredible things with their body. It doesn't necessarily matter what sort of modality or implement or methodology you use. As long as you just adhere to basic principles of health and fitness and strength training, mm -hmm. like things are good good things are going to happen uh, that come out of it so we might as well take a step back and just learn from other of these modalities and that's going to probably excel your own training and your own learning as well so yeah. we're kind of in that camp and then not only that i think you know everyone each one of these pockets like everyone's in it for the right reasons right yeah. everyone's just trying to make a positive impact on someone's health and fitness and we should all be coming together and working together to make that be a global thing rather than individually just like making snide remarks and like bashing each other yeah right definitely. so i think that's basically the gist of what we're trying to do with that post is like why can't we all just get along and like <laughs> we're all in it for the same reasons like Everyone is doing great and everyone has great methodologies and messages. Let's just try to come together and bring up the industry as a whole and good things will come of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was just listening to a podcast with Pete Carroll, who's the, uh, the is he coach. still the Seahawks coach? Yeah. Um, and I really liked something he said, which was um, he was talking about like the principles of their team. Mm -hmm. and he was saying one of the big things they talk about is respect. And he was saying what, what we talk about, he's like, everybody has a different version of respect, like of how they like even just would describe what respect means. And so he said the way that they think about respect is the way that you regard something shows your respect for that thing. And so mm -hmm. I think that that, it, that I think that's how he put it. And I thought that really was a great way of thinking about it. And just the way that you regard, you know, another coach shows your respect for that coach. So if you're yeah. going to look at what another coach is doing and immediately start putting it down like you're it's a lack of respect for yeah. that coach and when you think about as an industry what we want is we want our industry to be elevated and we yeah. want more respect in our industry we, we don't want people to be looking down on personal trainers we don't want personal training to be an industry that people think is like a job that you get before getting a real job like we right. want more respect in our industry and i think that we're a lot of our a lot of coaches are really making that difficult because we regard each other poorly yeah <laughs> and definitely. we're not really respecting one another so i think that the more we can build each other up and and show respect to one another i think is uh gonna just elevate the whole industry yeah so. absolutely yeah great uh moving on into the next one uh we will talk about oh right so you know there are certain 
exercises and categories of exercise where they burn more calories than others, mm -hmm. right? So like high intensity exercise, endurance training exercise will burn more calories than let's say doing like a set of squats will. Yeah, yeah. Um, so why do we propose and like put out there so much about strength training and just like the benefits of strength training, um, even though it burns less calories and people associate less calories as uh, burning more calories as better form of exercise. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. And definitely, I, again, can fall back on my experience as somebody who used to completely, like, use how many calories I burned in a workout to validate, like, how that workout was. Right. Um, and so I, and especially now with Fitbits and Apple Watches and all these things telling you exactly how many calories you burned, you you will see, you'll have, like, that feedback immediately of, like, oh, wow, I burned... 3,000 calories with this workout and I only burned 300 calories with this workout and yeah. th so this must obviously be superior. Right. Um, but so yes that it is true that if you go into a spin class and do an hour of really intense cardio and high intensity interval training you're going to burn more calories in that hour than if you go into the gym and do five sets of five heavy deadlifts. Yeah. But over time what's going to happen is those that calorie burn is sort of in the short term. Um, so when you're on that spin bike, you're burning those calories in that moment. Yep. With deadlifts or squats or things that are gonna be building muscle, it's sort of more of a long-term approach because as you build more muscle and as you progressively get stronger and stronger, you're gonna be increasing your metabolic rate, which is gonna help you just burn more calories on a daily basis. And right. so your body will naturally start to be a little bit more efficient as opposed to you're you know killing yourself in this class to burn a certain amount of calories that day but that's not really necessarily going to translate into long-term kind of just like elevation of your system right yeah sense. absolutely so with tra strength training it's a little bit more indirect you're trying to develop you know qualities in your overall just like metabolic engine mm -hmm. rather than just the short-term caloric burn that you're experiencing that hour yeah. of the day yeah yeah um and so it's very counterintuitive for a lot of people i know that yeah. it was hard for me to think about like so i'm going to do this workout more slowly i'm going to exert myself a little bit less yeah. like how is that possibly going to lead to the like results i'm looking for in terms of just kind of like overall increasing my muscle mass and getting a little bit leaner all those things that i wanted to do at that time i was yeah. trying to do by burning as many calories as possible in the short term right um and I think that also there's so many other things that contribute to just your overall health. And so for me, like going to, first of all, teaching like two spin classes a day, then doing my own workout, <laughs> then doing, you know, a hit routine before I went to sleep, like all this stuff was creating an incredible amount of stress on my system, Yeah. Um, which ne wasn't necessarily going to help me in any sort of body composition um, goals yeah. that I had and but it's hard to step back and see that because it feels so black and white it feels right. so like burn this many calories this many calories in this many calories out and everything should work out the yeah. way that everybody says it will um, but inevitably it doesn't and for me also there are even more factors like the fact that I was starving after yeah. doing classes like that and especially for me swimming was one where I would go to the pool and swim because <laughs> everybody says like swimming burns so many calories look at Michael Phelps yeah. like all this stuff <laughs> and but I would be so hungry that I would really overeat after yeah. doing that. And that's something, again, that, like, I th I thought, well, I did just burn all these calories, so it validates eating a lot of food after. And yeah. all this stuff doesn't really necessarily happen with 
just kind of slow controlled strength training that increases gradually over time. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I was just going to talk about that. Like on paper, you were restricting calories from a mm -hmm. food consumption standpoint. And then you were burning a ton of calories. I mean, you were spending, yeah, four or five times a day teaching. Like, you were on your feet all day because you're a personal trainer. Like, yeah. all this stuff. So it's like, for me, like, when it, I mean, that was like when I was a year into the industry. It was like, oh, clearly that, that means you will lose weight. But just didn't take into account what was going on into your whole system. It was so yeah. depleting, right? It's such like yeah. a depleting mindset. You're yeah. trying to deplete everything out of your system. And we just view strength training as being more of like a holistic, like, building of your system yeah. and just like it's like oh i don't have to be in a puddle of sweat on the floor <laughs> to make sure that my body feels a stimulus to make sure that it adapts and builds on top of it like yeah. it was a very um you know different experience for you and just you, you treat it exercise differently I yeah. Think. yeah yeah and you yeah your mindset changes around exercise as well like to leave a workout feeling like there were i definitely felt and there still are times where i just want to like feel tired yeah. after a workout like yeah. I want a workout to just kind of like kick my butt and right. there's nothing wrong with that like a lot of people want that and I think that that's fun every once in a while like Definitely. as long and as long as it, you're doing it for reasons that are like I, I feel good physically not to like punish yourself right yeah. but to just be like I, I like this feeling I like feeling like I worked hard and I really put in a lot of effort like that's great and yeah. I think you should do that and so doing a spin class a week or doing a high intensity interval class once or twice a week I think that's great and I think a lot of people benefit from that both physiologically and psychologically right um, but if you're doing that every day and you're doing it because you're punishing yourself and you're depleting all of your energy and everything you always feel tired and you always feel worn down right maybe then you should consider how often you're doing that type of a workout and pulling back on that a little bit and doing some more things that build you, your system up and yeah. that, like you were saying just kind of like build you up physically build you up emotionally like make you yeah. feel a little bit stronger and better yeah definitely um, yeah I think it's uh, yeah it's just a really good Really good point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and something that is confusing though, still for a lot of people. Yeah, so I think yeah, because I mean, it's like helpful. you you feel you you you're chasing that feeling of like oh I just like really crush that and mm -hmm. like punish, but you know if it becomes like the backbone of your workout then it just becomes very just draining. I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah, and I think now that I don't do it as much when I do do like we did a, a class in on the cape a few weeks ago and it was one of those kind of like crush you classes yeah. i loved it i had so much fun yeah. but i think if i was doing it every single day i would go back into a little bit more of that kind of negative right. like spiral but to do it once every once in a while i was like "Ooh, that felt awesome yeah like, that really yeah. did feel good definitely so yeah i think it's all about balance and it's all about finding things that that overall like the at the end of the workout do you feel built up or do you feel depleted and asking yourself that question every single time I think will yeah. just help you to cr create a better routine for yourself overall yeah, yeah definitely cool awesome that leads us into our stories that will make your heart sing yeah. segments um, and this one we actually both uh, saw from one of our coaches uh, Instagram stories uh, Michaela yeah so it's not we're not surprising one another but yeah. surprising you as the audience so let me see if I can try to find it but it was awesome um okay maybe i didn't save it oh shoot i didn't save it either okay let me, let me i think i think it's still up Hopefully, no it's not i just looked at it this morning no <laughs> michaela help <laughs> um okay so well here's the gist it was uh there's this uh there's this kid i forget how young he was but he's pretty young like maybe five six years old or so yeah um and he was going to school and he created a t-shirt for himself um uh, that had the University of Texas like initials on the shirt to kind of like represent the shirt. So I think it was an orange shirt and you put UT on it because uh, that's their colors. 
Um, and the kids in his class made fun of him because it wasn't the actual shirt. He made a like replica. He made the shirt. Yeah. yeah. So the, uh, the so the kids made fun of him. I think the parents stepped in and kind of like I think they maybe even told uh, uh, the University of Texas about it or University of Tennessee. Why don't you UT one of those? Um, <laughs> Shoot, if we have people from Texas and Tennessee, they're going to be so yeah. <laughs> mad at us for mixing this up. We're really sorry in advance. <laughs> but I guess the coaching staff heard and they actually sent the kid a shirt as well as the rest of the classmates, the shirt as well. And they kind of like decked him out in some like no, no, no. UT swag. But oh, also, uh, not only that. It's like you missed the best part. But not only that, they actually took the kid's design and made it an actual shirt that they're now, I think, selling around yeah. uh, campus and school. And the proceeds go to uh, uh, a charity that actually uh, goes against bullying, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the best So part. it just like yeah. really came full circle. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's an awesome story. I think it resonates with us both, both because like, like sports and football are involved, but also just bullying and stuff like that are hit a little more home to us now. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. So that was, that was yeah. a sweet, sweet story. And sorry for all of you Texas and or Tennessee <laughs> fans, we'll make sure that we find out who it was and give proper. Proper props. Proper props. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, awesome. Well, thank you all for listening so much. We really appreciate any input that you have. So if you have topics of discussion for us that you would like us to address on this podcast, you can send them to us at Achieve Fitness Boston on Instagram, and we'd be happy to look into that. If you like the podcast and you wouldn't mind leaving us a review on iTunes, we'd be super grateful for that. And until next time, peace, love, and, and muscles. muscles.